Y'all be careful talking crazy out here. You hear? Niggas in my face, damn near day. Asking me questions like Jock, where you stay? I tell them college park, where they chop cars. Get 20 grand, spend a grand at the bar. I just bought a zone, J's on my feet. I'm on that Patron, so get like me. 69 cut list with the bucket seats. Beat in my trunk, bought it just for the freaks. Catch me in the hood, post it in the stove. Pistol in my lap on the phone, count dough. If your girl choose, let her do a thing. Just like a mama, nice ass, nice brain. Everybody love me, I'm so fly. Niggas throw the deuce of every time I ride by. I know you wonder why, I'm so cool. Don't ask me, just do what you do. Meet me in the trap, it's going down. Meet me in the mall, it's going down. Meet me in the club, it's going down. Anywhere you meet me, guaranteed to go down. Meet me in the trap, it's going down. Meet me in the mall, it's going down. Meet me in the club, it's going down. Anywhere you meet me, guaranteed to go down. Okay. Hello. <laughs> COVID and chemo, we're back. Hey, a baby, baby. With a new episode. Another episode for y'all peoples. I almost said for y'all hoes, but I felt like we've done enough of that. We have, you know. Check out whole ventriloquism for I mean, more on that. You know, should you check out whole ventriloquism for real? Sometimes, and I hope not. I mean, I really, you know, some of these episodes, y'all, I be praying, hoping, and wishing, and praying, and wishing. I don't remember what the fourth one is, but four things that mean hoping that y'all don't listen to some of these episodes of COVID and Chemo. We went a little bit, it's a little vulnerable, a little, you know, raw. Yes, a little raw. A little raw. But you know, some people might say, Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Hey. All right. Well, it's a lot of Wu Tang references. It is, but you know, episode. it's appropriate. It's appropriate. Y'all will soon find out why it's appropriate. It is. This episode will give you that answer by the time it's over. But shout out to Young Jock. Hey. Um, and this song from the Crunk era where people knew better than to just be talking crazy. Okay, you know, there was a code. There was an understanding in that era and other eras that I think we've lost, but we're going to get it back today. We are going to attempt attempt. to spread the understanding, the knowledge, and the insight Mm. unto y'all so that y'all will know when and if somebody talking crazy to you and what your options may be. Yes, and if you are the one talking crazy, Uh you should be prepared for hey, what somebody else decides in it's that scenario. Consequences. It could go down. We're it just could. Saying, I mean, anywhere you meet me. At the mall. Guaranteed to go down. Hello. So, um, before we get into that, we just wanted to still ask. It still matters. <clears throat> Looking at the world like, where do we go? Um, because there's some fuckery in uh, these United States as per usual. Now... It's mostly in the lower 48 in this case. It it is. So, disclaimer before we even say exactly who's sending us (laughs) abroad this time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or to space. Hello. To an alien planet. We about to talk real strong. We gonna be talking 
strong guy. And you know that sometimes mm. there's a person mm-hmm. out there that if a woman is talking real strong Too to strong. him, he put the pause. He so, put the pause on her. So you, if you don't hear from us, just know it was Terry. So Terry. Terry for sure. I mean, track him down. You know what I'm saying? Um, he probably has a perm. Terrence. <laughs> you Terrence. Terry Howard. Mm. Um, you know, Deshaun Patton. Ter- I'm sorry. The you know founder of Terryology. Okay, if you don't know, please <laughs> refer footnote alert to um, Terryology, aka the problem with Lee Daniels. Yeah, that's an episode that you can listen to over and over again. Um, but Terrence Deshaun Howard mm. and <laughs> Tyrese Gibson. As God. if you would need to put these two individuals in a room Isn't together. Isn't that baby boy? That is baby boy. Oh, That's no. also known as, remember what he was, okay, so he's Tyrese when he sings. Okay. He's Tyrese Gibson when he acts. Too Fast, Too Furious, nigga. Okay. And then he's Black Tie when he was rapping for a while. Shut up. Swear to God. This nigga was rapping? Yeah. Known as under the name Black Tie. No. T-Y, get it? So, Black Tie. No, I'm sorry. Tyrese Gibson. T-Y-E? No, just T-Y. Oh, You know, like Tyrese. Like a black tie affair. Get it? I mean, but um... So Mr. Gibson and Mr. Howard (laughs) decided to uh, make a film Mm -hmm. designed to show black men how bad prison is and (laughs) to help them stay out of it. I mean, it's scare tactics for real it's that giving Terrence scared straight. Deshaun Howard and one Tyrese Gibson is serving down for the people. So, the film is called The System. <laughs> oh my Lord Jesus, this is a fire. And we just want you all to know that this looks like hot bullshit. We, are, we, we find it to be unacceptable. Niggas, the two of you, really? I mean, come on, what year is it though? I was gonna say, we've been t- mass industrial comp or you know, mass prison industrial complex, complex. is real we and got it's full it. But they've been acting since the whole time it's been real. These niggas have been around since 1992. They saw the whole shit happen, the whole shit go down. So now they want to tell black men how to, I guess they figured out how to stay out, but they figured out how to stay out because they have money. I mean. Even if you didn't have money, let's say this was your breakout role and you was going to play it. I just feel like it's a high risk of coonery. It is. You know, because what are we actually saying? Like when people are the victims of predatory policies, um, how, how are we? It's like blame the victim situation. It is. It's giving. You black men need to do better. It's like, how do you do better if somebody is like picking you up at a traffic stop? You know what I'm saying? And and putting their hands on you, talking crazy to you, fitting to this episode. These two have gotten arrested for fuck shit, as Mm. we already know. Mm. And the only reason they stayed out of the system is because these niggas had money. No, you correct about that now. You can lawyer lawyer up. So... That's a privilege. They know this with they ass talking about how to stay out of the system. Mm. Why don't you, you know, give some of this money from Empire and Baby Boy reruns what? to to some people who's going to be out here um, because your movie not going to do it. When you said rerun low key, I thought about what, what's happening. Okay. <laughs>
what y'all gonna need. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. get the overalls and the running man ready for these two. So I just think that <laughs> in the system, in now. the system, you know, we're tired of black men doing this and not paying attention to the real issues at hand. That's all. I See, mean, it's, is it's, it just that like the mass prison industrial complex is so powerful and so big that? You know, you would rather just accept and put place blame on black men. I don't know. I don't know why they thought this was a good idea. I don't know. But I I'm don't not... know why I'm trying to talk myself out of thinking that this is a horrible idea. This is a terrible idea. Um, and it, and it, you know what? One times one is one fool. Okay, so period. Seriously, stop. that's on period. That's on period, and definitely should not be something that the system would have to teach you. <laughs> So just the school say, system or the system, prison system, any of the systems, any system, guys. So, you know, I don't know, neutral system, anything. <laughs> so, <You stupid. laughs> so this takes us to our focus of the episode. Mm-hmm. Because both of these niggas have done it too. Remember when Ty was talking crazy to uh, was it The Rock on the internet? Oh yes, yes it was. It was Dwayne so Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> He was he talking was to talking the biggest nigga that you could ever find. You know, it's like him and Jason Momoa. It's like some of the I biggest. Mean, don't be talking crazy to them. That's not a good plan. Jesus. Man. So, um, you know, here's an example of a time that talking crazy didn't end in the way that it could. But you don't want to roll that dice too many times. I mean, first, let's go back. You know what I'm saying? Like rerun. Okay, let me not do it again. Um... So some people may not even know what talking crazy means. You're right. Because, you know, it sounds like, oh, well, maybe they have a mental illness. No. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. No, no. No, this is self-driven. People talk crazy all the time. All the time. All the time. They choose to talk crazy. It's giving a little bit of our why integration is not the answer. Because there seems to be a cultural misunderstanding in some spaces. That if you clash of cultures verbally attack somebody, you talk about them, their mom, yeah, or you speak in a disrespectful tone as if like, you know, you don't expect <laughs> this person to like respond violently, yeah, like defend themselves, <laughs> defend themselves against like, this verbal assault. Again, verbal assault, disrespect in the utmost extreme with the words that is coming out of their mouth it's like like you really trying to shoot me up with your words the question is who is you talking to is often the, the response at that point the feeling you know, of you, like you oh me is it me you talking to you couldn't possibly be speaking to me in this tone you talking too crazy because i'm a person who do, is respect matters respect is important in my culture so to my dignity, you know? So it's like I could <laughs> you know what I'm saying? respond in a few ways. There are a couple of options. There's a couple of options for you. You could do what Dwayne the Rock Johnson did, which is ignore this fly of a man named Ivy <laughs> Gibson and was like, I'm not interested in this. Like, fuck it. This people just talking crazy sometimes and I don't have time for it. Yeah. Okay. There you can is, accept it. You can just be like, ignore it. And just be All like, right. wow, this person probably off. It's fine. Something wrong with them. You know, I can keep on about my business. Right. The number two option is to talk crazy back. Yeah, you could you could hit them with a... You could, no, yo mama. Yeah. 
Motherfucker, what is you talking about? Who are you talking to? Yeah, you can hit him with you that. You can hit him with that. With the, with the feistiness. You could. Or you could put the pause on. Or you could just you hit could, him. You could. When keeping it real goes wrong comes to mind here. Okay, you know, there. <laughs> we're not trying to condone violence, y'all. We're not. You know, we believe with Dr. King that, you know... We need to be careful about how and when and, and with whom we deploy fuck that. I'm violence. Sorry. Damn. I <laughs> couldn't even do it. I mean, shit. Martin Luther, Martin Luther King birthday around the corner, girl. You better get ready. I mean, I... It's not time for Malcolm X yet. All right. We'll talk about Malcolm it's X later. It's time for Malcolm. But... I love me some Malcolm. But, you know, I do feel like Malcolm had the diagnosis. Because people really think that they could talk crazy for a long time. I mean, over years. Over years, and that someday... Repeatedly. Somebody is not going to do something to them. Like, check your ass. Yeah, it's a no-no. And, you know, it's funny, like... Okay, this is this is actually, you know, a little rabbit hole for you. All right. Um, so, including in, included in the disrespect in the extreme category, mm-hmm. once upon a time, I was on the YouTubes, and I saw a video where there was a white lady in a store, and she was shopping, and a black lady came in the store, and she said, I'm going to, um, oh, she said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass this white lady by. Okay, I'm just going to walk behind her and get to where I'm going. Right. Maybe I wanted some milk. Maybe I want some on the back shelf. You know what I'm saying? So she walked by her and she get what she needs and she walks by her again. And as she walks by her again, that white lady says, you're a nigger. Oh, (laughs) you see how you felt right there? That was, first of all, gratuitous, okay? It was insubordinate. It was churlish and unlawful. Illegal for sure. She said unto her, you're a nigga. Oh, my God. Okay? Now, this is a regular black lady. I want you to understand that she did not need this in her life. She was clearly going somewhere else. She was she was moving with deliberation and determination, and she did not brush by that white lady at all. She left space in between her body and this white lady body, and this white lady said, you're a nigga. Damn. Now, this is what's called talking crazy. It is. That is talking, yeah. Real strong. That's real strong. I mean... Girl, you could get you could die. You, I mean, I mean, you I could have gotten choked up. I mean, go to sleep, go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? It could have got to that. <laughs> it could have got to that moment. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, old girl, you know, the black lady said, "I'm not, I'm gonna try the the rock, you know, the, the rock method. I'm gonna ignore it." So she turned at her, and she looked at her like daggers at her, and then she said. um, no, I'm sorry. She walked up to the counter. Okay. And then she turned around behind her and the lady was still talking. I don't know what she was saying because the, you know, the quickie mark camera didn't pick it up. But the lady was still moving her, you know, flapping her gums. That's terrible. And the black lady said, say it again. Oh, so she kind of went the second. She went the second no, round. She went from one to two. Yeah, she kicked it up. Mm-hmm. She said, say that shit again to me. No, for real. I want you to say that shit to me. 
And so the white lady walking up because she got something to check out at the checkout counter, right? Now the black lady, you know, the the, the convenience man was just bringing her up quietly, like <laughs> I ain't in he this. Said- I know what talking crazy he knew. can lead to. He so knew. I'm going to mind my business. He was minding his motherfucking business behind out. the counter. Like, whoa, let me bring up these hot Cheetos mm-hmm. and, and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So the black lady says, say it again. Now the white lady is right behind her now because she's been advancing. And the black lady and the white lady said, I'll say what I want or whatever, right? And the black lady kept going, say it again. Say it again. And the white lady looked in her eyes. No. And she said, nigger. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. She was like, nigger. And then? In her face. What did she do? She got punched the fuck out. Yeah, of course she did. I mean. And it was hilarious too because the black lady said, pop, pop, pop. I mean, yeah. She was. It's, she hit her three times before this bitch hit the ground. She pu- propelled herself the forward. effects of talking crazy were had. This bitch was on the ground on her ass. And then she held on to the black lady's fists. And the black lady said, you better let me go. And the white lady said, oh, I'm hurting. Somebody call the police. Yeah, see. Of course, she wanted the popo to come over there. And the black lady said, if you don't let me go, you're going to get some more. And the white lady was still screaming and wiling on the ground. And she kept on holding on to this black lady. And the black lady clocked her in the fucking face again. And then she finally let go and the black lady was walking out and she said to the cashier who was trying to mind his own motherfucking business. <laughs> she said to the cashier, oh, the lady said, oh, call the police and tell them. And the black lady said, you know what? Tell them. Tell them what you saw here today. Testify to that shit. And then she walked out the door. That's some gangster ass shit. Isn't it? You know, in a perfect, it's not a rabbit hole because this is an example of the effects of talking crazy. It could happen to they you. It could go down. Everybody wants to know about the slap. You already know what we're talking about, okay. listeners. Okay. Oh, Will Smith. Oh, the biggest <laughs> night of his motherfucking life. The Oscars. The whitest shit of, the, of his life. I mean, the Oscars is still so white. You so know? white. Finally, they invite the nigga who has been the, like, calmest and kindest of niggas. I mean, he's been laying in the cut for many years. 30 years. I mean, he's been around. 30 years. I mean, he is like a veteran at this point. Of keeping it cool at all times. Will Smith is not in too much drama ever, if at all. No. And then Mm. there's nigga Chris Rock Mm, 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 who mm, mm, can, I mean, I'm just going to say sometimes funny. He's occasionally funny. Sometimes funny. That's about as best as I'm going to give him. Look. Good hair was the end of the line for you, me. Yeah, you've... Not good in any of the films. No, the, the films, films are not good. The except films, though, put that pooty tang is hidden. <laughs> All right, so again, sometimes funny Chris Rock Side is... Side uh, <laughs> <laughs> You better tip your tie on the panty stand, nigga. <laughs> what is this show? All right, so... It's excellent podcasting, my nigga. At... The Oscars, where Chris Rock is not doing pooty tank. <laughs> he starts talking crazy. I mean, real strong. About everybody in the audience, but in particular, mm. Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm. Will Smith's longtime wife. Longtime wife. Now, he's talking about her shaved head, 
which she had been very open about battling alopecia, mm-hmm. and that's why she shaved her head, mm-hmm. okay? And just let it go. Women know, especially black women, like losing your hair is mm-hmm. like, you know, or women in general, like a sign of femininity, and there are all these feelings, yada, yada. Okay, so this nigga Chris Rock decides to crack a joke. Like, oh, she trying out for G.I. Jane again. And this nigga Will Smith, it was, it, again, the effects of talking crazy just, it may happen that all of the talking crazy that you had ignored, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, <laughs> catches up on a motherfucker Ooh. at one time. You don't want to be the motherfucker who did, for 20, 30 years of keeping your mouth shut. Now you go get the best pimp slap you ain't ever seen in your life. Will Smith has been working his core ever since Ali, fam. Those muscles remembered what to do. When he said, keep my wife name out your mouth with Lupita in the background giving shocked and confused realness. Oh, she looks so beautiful. Realness. <laughs> she was like, oh, oh. This is funny. Is this an act? Is this is not an act. Oh, no. I am beautiful still. <laughs> and so this nigga... Gets up on the stage and slaps the shit out of Chris Rock, to which Chris Rock then narrated it. Probably one of his funnier moments. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. I mean... That was funny. Smacked the shit out you. And shout out to Redman. And, um, you know, people was real confused. Now... I mean, confused. Nigga, people was pissed. People People's were was sad. sad. People was crying. Down bad. Shout out to that nigga, uh, <laughs> white man who said he could have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody who don't know what talking crazy. Is said, <laughs> what? Are you talking about the big black buck from back in the day in the 19th century when they was worried that the bucks was going to be so I strong? I remember what white man this is. But people was like, <laughs> Chris Rock was made of dust. Yes, <laughs> Chris Rock is made of dust. <laughs> that nigga saying bubbles like fucking Michael Jackson in the Remember the Times video. He spun around and he was on the ground again. He was gone, man. So you know what we're here to tell you about that is sometimes a nigga get slapped for talking crazy, and I said what I said, and I meant that shit. I mean, you could get you could catch your issue. You don't what a person is dealing with already in their day that's true in their life in their life and so for you to be <laughs> talking shit about somebody wife calling them the n-word <laughs> you're gonna get your lights punched out in public nigga like you wild with it you're doing too much like at that point you gotta ask yourself how did i get here you have to once you know, like what what prompted me to continue moving my lips under these circumstances? Why did I think this was the best way to go? And Why the did thing I want to talk crazy? I don't think Chris Rock could have seen it coming because Will Smith did laugh at first. Yeah. And then he looked over and saw his wife's face and he said, Oh, it's on and tapping. The the again. Probably all 30 years of keeping his mouth shut mm. in the industry slapped him in the face. And he was like, well, somebody getting this slap. Somebody getting it. You know who should have gotten slapped as well? Who? Uh, whoever this girl is that Sal on Love is Blind to <laughs> to the reunion special. I'm telling you, when Sal came back. Now, for those of you who don't know Love is Blind, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> so Mallory was on the show and she was matched with Sal. Now, Mallory and Sal split for reasons that I will not get into now because ain't nobody got time. It's some some petty shit. Anyway, um, 
So Sal, a reunion later, a year a reunion. They having a reunion so a year after. They having a birthday party and everybody coming to the party for Natalie. Blah blah blah. Anyway, Sal shows up now. Mallory is going solo dolo to this party, right? Because she's still single. And they were supposed to get married, but it didn't work out. So she's still single, but she at the reunion. Sal come in here with his new girlfriend. And sis... Looking like Skipper. Barbara's <laughs> sister and that, that's, that ain't the first Skipper on that show now. <laughs> no, it's not. And Skipper, when Skipper arrives, it's never a good time. Not a good time, Barbara. Not a good time Go for home, anybody. Go home, Barbie's little sister. Go home. <laughs> Girl, ain't your curfew shit. Get Aren't out of here. 12? What the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. We trying to drink. God. So anyway, Skipper said um, to Mal, like, oh, la la la. Like, hi, I'm Skipper. And Mal was like, oh, hi. This was awkward. Like, I'm dating your ex-fiance. Yeah. And we's kicking it at a weekend cabin party. But, like, I don't know you. Yeah, we don't have to talk to each other. We can just be like, hey, girl, you over there? I'm over here. No. No. Skipper she was, skipped her ass over did. there. She did. She did. And then here comes Sal talking about, let me go over to Mal and, and, and hug up on Skipper in front of her and all well, this then, shit. Well, Skipper was telling her, like, I was never worried about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she told her. You know, I just want you to know that everything's fine with us tonight. I hope you're having a good time. We're going to be like, I was never worried about you anyway, ho. So I'm like, what? Yeah, she was talking crazy. She was talking crazy. I forgot that there she said no that. There was no reason for her to have said that to this woman. Besides number one, Netflix. And number two, th- or number two, alcohol. Number three, she's skipper. And the other thing, though, because Sal was talking crazy to Mel, too. He was, too. He was talking crazy to her as well. He was. Anyway, this is a Love is Blind, you know, shout out. We'll be looking forward to the new season. Even though I know people were saying it was it was weak. Because everybody kind of onto the game now. And they trying to, like, get their clout up. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard some people say they really enjoyed it. So, I don't know. Okay. We'll, well, see. we'll see. We'll be back. We'll have to, you know, make an adjudication. We'll let you know. So. So, you know... We were thinking about this talking crazy, right? And everybody knows now what it is and what can happen. Yes. Um, but we decided, you know what? We personally have stories of when somebody has talked crazy to us. And we decided also to crowdsource a couple of stories yes. for y'all. Just yes. so that you could get a little panoply, you know, a little, mm, okay, a, a give little it to them. flavoring. Okay. You know, a potpourri, smattering. Even. A potpourri. Yes, a yes. charcuterie board what? of talking crazy stories. A smorgasbord. Mm. Okay, of the things. So, um... A little medley, perhaps. A me- oh! A flight. Okay. That's okay. why it's smart foolishness. Okay, but it's about to get real foolish Real right foolish. Now. So once upon a time, chemo, that's me. Yep. I was going to the airport. Now, as y'all know, I hate airports. They're horrible, horrible places. But I went to the airport and I got there three hours early. Why did I do this? Because that was when I could get a ride from my friend. And at that time I was broke. So I got to the airport three hours early. My flight was at, let's say, 10 a.m. It was in the morning. So I got there at like 7 a.m. And I said to myself, self, I'm really going to make this plane. Yep. Usually I'm rushing. Yeah, not that time. I wasn't rushing at all. So I'm in the airport chilling, go to the gate about an hour and a half early, sit down, eat some snacks, you know. I'm chilling, listening to music. Then I noticed 
that nobody's at the gate. I'm the only person sitting there and there's nobody behind the counter. So I said, what is going on? So I go to the counter across the way and they say, oh, they've moved your gate. So they gave me the other gate. Lord, that gate was probably a mile away in the airport. I hate when that happens. And the flight was leaving at the same time. So they hadn't announced. Well, I think what happened was the speaker in the area where I was sitting was broke because everything broke now in the 21st century. Broke, 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 broke down. So I said, oh, God, let me run. So I'm running. Right. And I'm wheezing because I got asthma. And I'm like, (sighs) so I make it over there. Now I've missed it. I missed the flight. I didn't make it in time. They had just closed the door. Damn. So I went to the counter and I was very upset because I had to get to a friend's wedding. And I was supposed to do a reading at the wedding and I needed to be there. So I was like very upset, right? I was almost going to cry. I said, oh my God, I've missed the flight. What am I going to do? What's going to happen to me now? Because I hadn't missed a flight before. Yeah. So I went up to the counter and there was this white lady at the counter and she had blonde hair. Now I'm telling you that she had blonde hair, not to be, you know, prejudiced. I'm just telling you that because every white lady that was behind that counter had the same color blonde hair. And I'm thinking, let me look at the roots real quick. Mm. So everybody in American Airlines was dyeing their hair mm. so that they could look more like Aryan Nation type shit. You know? They are American Airlines. American. All. You know, my country, tis of thee, you mm. know, et cetera. So I was, I was, you know, upset and I said, oh my God, I missed my flight, right? Now there was a... So she said, oh, what flight is it? Right. She was already being rude to me. But, you know, it was one of those times where you got to ask, like, is it because I'm black? But you also kind of know already that it's because you're black. So, you you know, you just kind of put up with it. So she she looks it up. And meanwhile, there's a black man who was a veteran and he also missed the flight. So he was waiting, you know, down the line and another um, attendant was serving him. So we were parallel. And the counter was pretty high. So this, I looked to this man. He said, oh, you missed your flight. I said, yeah, man, I did miss my flight. And I spent about, you know, six, seven hundred dollars on this trip. This white lady looked at me. No. And she said, you're a liar. Oh. You didn't spend six to seven hundred dollars on this trip. Your flight cost loud. $453.62. Why did she feel like that? And I looked at her and I said, I said, trip, girl. I rented a car and I had an hotel. What are you talking about? And also, you're a liar. You're a liar. Literally, that's how she's talking to me. She said it three times in my face that I was a liar. And then she said, you need to calm down or I'm not going to help you. What? Yeah, because I was visibly upset. Yeah, of because course. somebody called you a liar. In my face. And so the black man saw me getting upset and she was like, well, you know, if you if you can't like get it together, like oh, I'm no. not going to help you, oh, right? Oh, no. And I was about to let her motherfucking you were have go it. with option two. I was going to go with option two. You were. I was. I was going to go with who the fuck you think you're talking yeah. to, bitch? I mean. And, you know, I realized... After the fact, because the black man actually lifted up his hand and he went, "Mm -mm. 
He just made a very quiet, mm-hmm. and I looked over at him, and I saw him press his hand toward the ground, yeah. like, girl, keep it, keep go it with cute. Go, go with number one. Go with number one. Go with number one. Ignore this shit, Ign- right? Yeah. Because it's not safe in here. It's an airport. Yeah. And them airport cops is not playing a the game. They yeah. come around there and put you in a white room yeah. for 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I just walked away. I walked away from her. And then I got on the phone with American Airlines and I let them have it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was, that was my talking crazy experience. Now. It's a terrible one. Isn't it terrible? Yeah, not you're a liar. And what business? Like, she, she was just like minding your business. She was minding my business. And that's something you don't need to do either. I mean, shoo. She was thinking crazy before she was she talking was, crazy. And that's unfortunate. So, you know, I learned that day that, you know, first of all, fuck American Airlines. Y'all can eat a dick. Mm. But also, um, one of the things that I do want to tell y'all about is that there's a circumstance that many of y'all may know about it. It's called playing on my phone. Mm. I don't like when people play on my phone. Again, when keeping it real goes wrong. I mean, (laughs) listen. Yeah. Okay. You play on my phone. It could, it could be, it could go down. Meet me in the trap. It's going, going down. down. You know what I'm saying? It could really get to that point. So, you know, y'all listeners will never play on my phone because you'll never know what my phone is. Oh but God. what I will say is that it's not a good idea to you play on people's people. phones. Yeah, that's, yeah, you've done number two. Yeah, don't come for somebody. Don't come for somebody on their phone. Talking crazy. Talking crazy over the phone where they can't even get at you? Yeah, that's cowardice. Um All right, COVID, what's what's your uh, experience? Well, I actually am known oftentimes for using number 2 mm. forcefully when people are talking crazy. So talking right back. Yeah, I'm like, "Whoa, you bring lost it up a notch. It. Yeah, like you picked the wrong one. Whoa, zero to sixty, motherfucker. Yeah, real I'll, quick. I'll meet you there. Okay. Um, you know, less number three, but I did one time as a child <laughs> fill a purse with rocks and hit a boy in the face with it for talking Damn! crazy to me. And for him and his little friend that his friend was gonna get it too. So it could become number three. Listen, I've been there. And just saying it. You are gonna know, know I've so, been there. You know, talking I could get there. Um, but I I'm actually gonna tell a different story than I said I was gonna tell because you reminded me of it when you were telling the story about the women in the um store. Oh nigger. Right. So um in college. Um, I was kicking it with these white girls. We used to have good times together. We used to get turned up off of okay. like shitty liquor. Okay. And then, you know, good times. It was good times. Listen to music. It was these fun. Are the good times. We was listening to it's going down for sure. So <laughs> um one time though, one of them was involved in an entanglement. Okay. With um a man. Mm-hmm. In the town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he also was in a situation with his baby mama. Oh. At the same time. 
So I walked in. Wait, he was dating the baby mama too? He was still involved. Or he was just his baby mama? No, he was still involved with the baby mama and the white girl that I was taking it with. Oh, no. So it really was an entanglement. It was an entanglement. Okay. Okay. So I walked in to pregame into the apartment as we would typically do before we would go out. Okay. And I hear on the phone some yelling, like there's an altercation happening on the phone. And I hear the words... But you got a baby, bitch. But you got a baby, bitch. You're not going to do nothing. Oh, you no. You got a baby, bitch. Oh, no. And I was like, whoa, somebody's talking crazy. Real strong. Is that my friend talking oh, crazy? No. She is talking crazy. Oh, God. She I, repeated that shit? Yeah, you got a baby, bitch. You got a baby, bitch. And I was like, what is happening? And my other friends filled me in that... They had been exchanging words, I think, on the Facebook, the early Facebook, because it was definitely no Instagram then, um, and then got each other's phone numbers and was talking crazy. So I was like, okay. So we still went out <laughs> afterwards. You knew. I knew. That you were in danger. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Hanging out with this lady. Yeah, I was like, this has gone too far. <laughs> so um, we were out, and all of a sudden, the girl and two of her friends walk in. The baby mama? The baby mama and two of her oh, friends no, walked Jesus. into the establishment. Oh, no. Um, various cartoons were playing, and then Brooke Valentine Girl Fight came on. Oh, no. And there was one of the friends who had a side ponytail, and she was doing a, like, a, like I'm going to stomp you out kind of thing with her elbow while looking at us. And I was like, we're going to get our asses beat tonight. We're going to have to fight. <laughs> This is because my friend was talking crazy, and I'm going to see the effects. Number three is about to happen, yeah, because it is. you cannot talk about somebody's child. Yeah. So You really can't. We went outside. Mm-mm-mm. It definitely started to go down between the two of them. Our friend expected us to really help her out, and we were just looking at the other friends like, we need to let them deal with this, because oh, they no. were the ones talking crazy with each other. We don't need to get involved. I'm not trying to fight nobody. I wasn't talking crazy. <laughs> I'm nobody very was peaceful. Serious. Yeah. You and see so, now why I brought up Martin Luther King Jr. So we just kept it cute. Well, I didn't talk crazy to nobody. Nobody talked crazy to me. So there was no reason for me to get involved in violence. <laughs> it's a self-defense sort of thing is what Malcolm was talking about. Okay. So I see how you turned it and switched it around. Look, um, so she got punched out. By the baby she got mama. knocked out? She got punched out and we had to put her in the car. Damn. So I saw that's one. dead weight. How y'all get she, her in the car? I mean, she wasn't totally out, but like she was like, ah! stumbling. And then she was like crying and she was like, Y'all didn't help me. And we were like, You was talking crazy. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, we was like, This oh, is no. not gonna go well. Oh, so no. that is a time that I have seen talking crazy <laughs> and its effects. <laughs> Not the side ponytail guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that. And every time I hear, it's about to be a girl fight. We about to throw oh, him oh, oh, up. that girl looking at us like, oh, <laughs> you can't see me. She throwing, she putting her putting, like, bow in her hand. Exactly. Like Ludacris. Cadillac grills. Check out the world. Oh, my, my Cadillac spills. spills. <laughs> so um yeah that's my story to add to this crowdsource discussion of again <laughs> why you should be careful who you talking to i mean you do not want to be talking crazy to the wrong person because they might punch you outside of a bar and honestly i feel like friends. it's a 50 50 chance 
You know, there's three options. Three options for the response. But you can never count on it being number one. And I think most people imagine that number one is going to happen. They do. But that's a one-third chance of number one. And that's... So there's two-thirds of a chance that you go get something back your way. You are something coming for you. You going to catch your issue That car up talking back is coming. There's a boomerang on that ass. Damn. It's like that... Remember that uh, amusement park ship? They be going back and forth. Whoa. Your ass is going to come back. It's coming back. It's coming back for you. It's coming back. So... All right, some more crowdsourced stories. Yes, this one is from our dear friend, Nougat. Nougat, we love you. We love you, Nougat. Shout out, shout out. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Blessings to Nougat. Um, thank you for this story of a time that somebody not only talked crazy, mm. but like, mm. like kind of like attacked. I don't know. What <laughs> so he launched himself. He sure did. But let's, we'll tell, tell it from the beginning. So, Nougat was going to a party. Yes. A birthday party a birthday in party. December. In December, in a wooded, white area. I mean, it was like giving sundown town. It was giving the town and get out in the beginning when um, Lakeith Stanfield's character That's it. gets taken. That's it, exactly. Okay. So, and there was more light where Lakeith Stanfield got taken. There was more light out there than there was where Nougat was walking. That's true. Because those white people, be they be going hard for the deer out here, yo. They do. They be like, these deer is going to be disturbed by too much light. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know, but they more concerned about the deer than they was about Nougat that night. Exactly. So Nougat and their boo mm-hmm. were walking to try to get to the party in this wooded get out area. Yes. And then... Um, about a quarter of a mile walk. So they walking down the lane and they coming down. And, then, and they didn't know where the house was because the driveways were very, very long because, long. you know, the, the houses were big. Right. And so they was walking and they was walking and then they came to what they thought was the house and they saw some um, vegetation. Yes, okay? they did. Some um, evergreens okay. around the house. Now, of course, it's December. <clears throat> Remember this. It okay? is. It's a crucial fact. At the time of the contest. We in, remember we in, you know, shout out, shout out. So. Okay. Right. So suddenly. Suddenly. Out, out of, of nowhere. Tr- out of a tree. Literally out of a bush. Right. Jumps a very large white man. Out of the darkness. Out the darkness. Onto the ground. And he screams out. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Real loud. Now we go into the fight or flight situation here. This is so dangerous. I mean, like, it is like beyond dangerous to do. I don't know where the fuck anybody would think this sort of behavior would be appropriate, especially as a grown ass person. And I mean, that nigga was like 60. <laughs> so I mean, agile, great, but nigga, I mean, what are you doing? Okay. How are you using your youth, sir? Yeah, so. They panicked, of course. Yeah. Get in their boo. We're like, ah! They was like, ah, holding on to each other. Like, fuck, we about to die. Right. Because, again, <laughs> it was talking crazy mixed in with just acting crazy. Acting crazy. And here's the thing. You know, nougat is of color. Nougat and their boo Nougat of color. and their boo is persons of color. So then they could have maced 
mm-hmm. jumped, mm-hmm. stabbed, mm-hmm. <laughs> not stabbed, sh- shot, shanked, <laughs> shanked. I mean, kicked. Woo. I mean, at least push and <laughs> run. And push and run is a bit macing or running would have been. Very possible. Very possible. And also a karate chop <laughs> to, the, to the chest could have also been possible. Sternum. Shout out to Monk. There was nothing so, clothesline this nigga, yo. I mean, they could have tag team back again. I mean, they could have WWE this nigga and. And here's the thing about it. He would never, like, I don't think it ever entered into his mind that he could get got for talking he, and acting crazy. He was shocked that they had the response, which means... What? Why are you scared? He was not, he was shocked that they were scared. I mean, come on, man. Do you understand where we at? This is a cultural misunderstanding. It was a cult- <laughs> <laughs> That nigga was insubordinate. I mean, why Churlish. He- and his actions was unlawful. It could have gone down on this old man. And then that would have been in his obituary. So he got stopped out from playing trick-or-treat games. I mean, trick-or-treat in December. Come on, man. It was very... All of it was confusing. And then I, it started making me think, like, you know how back in the day... And I'm sure they still do this in some places now. But back in the day, white folks used to ride down on black people and try to scare them. Yes. I'm just saying. So... We want you to know that we watching you now, okay? <laughs> we watching every bush. And so every you rock. could get it. And that's the PSA every tree. for anybody out here who thinks that jumping out of bushes and random people at night mm. couldn't get them they ass beat. If you didn't know that before, we're telling you now. I mean, please take heed. Jesus. Okay? Please, we begging you. Don't jump out at no people of color like this. It's a hot ass mess. I mean, we gonna go into overdrive. Nugent has also experienced um, a former partner's uh, oh, yeah. rich white daddy oh, no. being aggressive and, and talking wild, spicy over Thanksgiving break mm. while they were staying with them. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Like, I don't understand, again, the gall. The daddy thought they were still going to stay for Thanksgiving turkey and they left. After talking After crazy. talking crazy. Like, you could miss out on Thanksgiving with your family yeah. for talking crazy. I don't know yeah. why you didn't think that. I mean, it could be a wrap for you. Eating all that turkey by your goddamn self. <laughs> you know that There's shit get dry. too much cranberry <laughs> sauce. Nasty motherfucker. It's all not right. going to last. <laughs> all right. So, now we have, um, oh <clears throat> excuse me. From Radman. This for you, Radman. Radman, this one is for you. Once upon a time, you see, Radman was at a conference down south in a TGI Fridays. I already know it could go down there. And the big shot academic in philosophy of education brought in his grad student like a flock of baby ducklings. But then he was talking spicy over there, saying wild shit. Talking crazy. Homophobic and racist and talking to a gay Puerto Rican dude and exchanging words with him. Rodman was minding his black ass business when this occurred. And he saw in the middle of the TGI Fridays, the white partner 
an expected hero of this academic started insulting and jumped up and went chest to chest with this academic and called him out on everything, including the racism. He was going to throw hands. But the academic, thinking it was just talk... Again, he thought talking crazy to have a fix. ...said something slick and started yelling. Rodman got in between them, you see, to prevent a white-on-white crime. After that, everyone was calling Rodman a hero for preventing the conference from ruination. As Rodman put it, because that dude was was about to get mollywhopped, that motherfucker was mad enough to challenge this white academic to a duel, yo. Thank you for listening to this story. You may turn the page now. So, in Robin's story told to us by Kimo Angelou. Yes, I am happy to oblige. Thank you. Um, (laughs) This is another instance where somebody was talking crazy to somebody else and didn't think that somebody else would intervene. I mean, from the crowd, okay, of people that was assembled... And I know we've been talking, you know, from the from the story of the nigga lady in the quick quickie mart, like, you know, um, I mean, the nigga saying lady, you remember the story I oh, just told. Yeah, it. Yep. So, you know, in that case, it was mano y mano. But sometimes people talk crazy in public with a whole group of people yeah. surrounding. Yep. It. Yep. They just feel like, oh, well, I got something to say. I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it loud. I'm going to say it loud. Exactly. So while I'm disrespecting you, somebody else from the crowd may see and behold that you are talking crazy. And intervene. And intervene. Possibly physically. standard intervention. Bystander, that's right. (laughs) Like, you're not going to be talking crazy around people or to this random person right now. This is ridiculous. It could be an ally in the place. It could. I mean, Ghostface had an ally. A lot of allies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're coming to the next story. We are. The next story is the story of a monk. Shout out to you, monk. But thanks you know. for our another friend like Nougat for giving us this story. Mm, and for listening to COVID and chemo. Yeah, much love. Much love, bro. We see you. So once upon a time, Ghostface Killer. Shout out. Shout out, shout out. One of the original of the Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. Wu-Tang. Clan. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck ain't with. Ain't nothing. Who is for the children? Okay, so there is a video on YouTube, okay? I want you to go now. Monk sent it to us, so. Monk sent it along to us. Now, there's a video on, as an example of talking crazy. Now, there's a video on YouTube and is entitled, Ghostface Killer Calls Out a Punk, and it's on YouTube. Yes. So, check it out. Yeah. Pause the pause us now. Yeah. And go and look at that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Get your research in and come back. Come back and let us know. You know, in the comments what, later. In the comments later. So 
the way this, the video goes is <clears throat> Ghostface Killer is performing on stage and someone is filming it. In right? Texas. In, in Texas. Yes. Okay. And he's performing. And at the beginning of the video, he, he has stopped performing. And it's he, a smallish crowd. Like, it's yeah. like kind of intimate. Like it's a intimate. Show. It's not like a like big venue or anything no. like that. And it's standing room only. Mm-hmm. So the people are standing in the front of the stage. Now, at one point, he calls out a man. Yep. And he says, I'm going to put you to sleep early tonight, nigga. Essentially, the translation was, wow, you, you talking strong to me right now. You talking yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. Now, what had happened was, which Ghostface Killer said he on the testifies. mic. He, yes, testified he testified to the entire audience what? that was there to see him because yes. it was his show. It was a Ghostface Killer concert. He says, this man has been giving me the middle finger all night like this. And he raises his hand and shows them a middle finger. And then he says, and telling me to eat a dick. Now, (laughs) this is high key talking crazy. Okay, if you wanted the, you still don't know by this point in the episode, we what fifty something minutes in. If you don't know what talking crazy is, telling somebody to eat a dick is <laughs> definitely talking crazy. I mean, that's in the red zone of talking crazy. Like, if you was gonna choose to talk crazy, you, you almost well. Okay, let me say this. I gotta ask you a question. Okay, is eat a dick <laughs> equivalent? Greater than or less than your mama a hoe? Equal to. <laughs> Equal to. Okay, so now y'all know this is a level 10 talking crazy. Very bad. You giving somebody the finger oh, and telling kid. them to eat a dick while you're in their concert. You paid to be there? To do this? What's wrong with you? Yo, you got problems, bro. Yeah. I tell you what, you got no. more problems. 99 are coming. 99 <laughs> is coming. Okay, but a, a bitch could be one. Okay, it might be a hundred problems you got because essentially, as soon as Ghostface Killer said, he's been telling me to eat a dick all night. Boo! <laughs> Boo! They start the booing this the man. The this this assailant, this talking crazy man. The audience, you know, the ladies in the front start going boo, boo in his face, and then immediately, right around him, he starts to get served the fuck up. By the other um, uh, concert attendees. Yes. They was the beating him. Fans, the Ghostface fans. The Ghostface like, fans was like, what you want to? You're going to go after the Supreme clientele in front Whoa. of us? Wu-Tang Clan really is not nothing to fuck with. I mean, now, shout out. Okay, if you've seen the video, which, you know, you were invited to do. If you've seen the video, there is a there is a dude who is wearing a Wu-Tang shirt, Lord t-shirt, and he, he launches himself at this man who told Ghostface Killer to eat a dick, and he's in the air with his fist up and brings that shit down on that man in full, the full weight of his body. Shaolin Ho! And he was like, oh, I mean- Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anybody could get it. Anybody could get and it. And anybody could give it. 
I mean, they were again, like, you don't take this beat down. Why were you talking crazy to Ghostface at a Ghostface concert and did not expect number three to occur? I mean, and it occurred so many times. It yeah, was at was least 10 people. people A lot of people punched this motherfucker. They got him. And then the security <laughs> came and ushered him out. Yeah, because they were like, he'd also, you could also get kicked out of a concert for talking crazy. Hey, you could get ejected. You could. And he got ejected. That happens in the NBA all the time. Actually, it do. It does happen in the NBA all the time. That should happen as at a concert. But yeah, they was booing the fuck out of this nigga <coughs> who told Ghostface <coughs> Killer to eat a dick. He will never forget that. I mean, this has historic, you know, precedent as it does. well. It does. There's long ago. Long, long ago. In a galaxy that is the same as this one. This one, this whole galaxy. Motherfuckers used to challenge people to a duel <laughs> for talking crazy to them. Like they disrespecting was, them. They was really like, if you disrespect me, I'ma kill you. I kill like we could it's gonna go down. It's gonna go down and it's gonna Life be or death, lethal. Huh? Like I mean, yeah, no, motherfuckers will really like slap a bitch in the face with what do they take their gloves glove. glove and be like I challenge you to a duel, ho. Yeah. I challenge you to a duel. So, like, okay, there's in the new Roots um, remake, came out in 2016. Shout out to them for redoing that and giving us more reasons to fucking hate colonizers. Um, In episode three, they have a duel. Mm -hmm. So, Tom Lee, who is Chicken George's daddy, Mm is trying to be our high society but you know he's still like a poor slave owner you know he got a couple slaves and he wants to be like the big slave owners anyway mm. there's this one man that he'd be beefing with this nigga would be like talking crazy to tom lee a lot mm. like you know you a dirty irish man oh, like no. you know like you ain't never gonna be nobody of oh, course no. that's who you would vote for you know men are high class no better than that like oh no and they're talking crazy to him several times oh no and that day, he was a repeat time, offender. He was a repeat offender. And that day, Tom Lee said, "Bitch, I challenge you to a duel. You're not at the Easter dinner in front of my wife and my slaves and my slave son. <laughs> I never Wait, had. we gotta pull over. <laughs> Yo, white folks in the past is hilarious. Now, if you white in the present, don't take offense, okay? Because your ancestors was sometimes very funny, and you have to admit this, okay? We admit." That our people's is funny too. Yeah. We have our own ways of being funny. Right. Okay. Like putting an S on things. They ain't, don't need no S. Right. But that's another episode that for y'all. Is. So, you know, one of the things about y'all that is hilarious to me is that you would give a shit what your slaves think of you. That he was like, not in front of my slaves too, girl. At that point, it's like, okay, so you're getting, you're gaining your power from your slave's admiration of you. It's, yeah. But they're enslaved by you. And his wife, who he was like talking like shit the whole time, Damn. too. So, you know, that's his own brand of talking crazy right there. Hello? Not in front of my wife and slaves. So, these two went and got their pistols and <laughs> they knives, nigga. They swords. They had knives? They had swords. Oh, swords. So, they, you know, and the uh, they had people with them. Like, they people mm. with them to, with like, pi- They watch. came with a posse. Yeah, they did. Like, a couple people with their weapons. But they knew they couldn't get involved. So, these niggas walked up to each other. 
And then they turned, they said some bullshit. I don't even remember what. And then they turned around like six paces or whatever, walking to each other. And then turned around and was like, fire! And they just shot each other. Me. Yo! No, one of them had got to shoot first. And I think he hit him like he didn't really hit him. And then the other one hit him. And I think then he hit him with like, the hand or something shot him through his hand. You know, these old ass guns. So I'm like, oh! And then they was like, it was like, do you concede? And they was like, nah. What? So then these niggas started like knifing each other. What? It was bad. And then the other nigga died, but somebody ear got cut off. Oh, Lord. Like, it was very, again, a duel call for this. It's for talking for crazy. For talking crazy. So, for the fact that wrong. people don't know that this could happen to you, it is in people. It's like in our history. It like, is. People would challenge each other to a duel. I mean, in Hamilton, they was dueling it up. His son, I think, right? I somebody think died. Son, somebody died. died. Somebody's going to die. That's what a duel. So, if you talk crazy, just know what if somebody challenged you to a duel afterwards, me? What you going to do? What you going to do What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What you going to do? You get slapped in the face with a glove. Is you ready is to ride? Ready? Do you? All right. What if your man's is there? Your people's is there? You gonna let that ride? Whoa! Your what if your dog sees that shit? Real questions. I mean, we have to ask them. You know, and again, you know, again, this this podcast raises more questions than it answers, <laughs> as usual. But um, one of the things I still wonder about is what possesses people to forget. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think that they know on some level. They're trying to provoke you, but they somehow don't think that you have the stuff to stand up to them. Because I think people then are just ready to call the cops. Like, they got violent on me and they didn't anything happen. No, I wasn't home. They'd be quick, <clears throat> excuse me, to turn victim. If you put the paws on them. <laughs> you know what? That's facts. Because it makes me, it made me a little bit uncomfortable the way they were having the conversation about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Yeah, motherfuckers was ready to like ride out and lynch this nigga. I mean, like, I mean, they was this not good. They went after him severely. Um, and they they barred him from the Oscars and shit. Like, I think so. I think it, it was ten years they barred him. It's like okay, he had to be. He was fined, you know, and. People just feel like words are words and hands are hands and we can't mix them. And it's like, that's not how that works. I mean, you got to give respect to people. You can't just be out here saying all types of wild shit to folks. People expect you to just take that and, you know, quote unquote, oh, fight back with your words or, you know, rise above. And I'm just telling you, you can't count on that all the time, okay? <laughs> Remember when Michelle Obama said, when so when <laughs> they go low, we go high. Yeah. I was like, mm, when they go low, we gonna go high like that nigga in the Wu-Tang t-shirt. It <laughs> come right down. down on your ass. <laughs> come down. Black I mean, we're... Mm. Sometimes the high road ain't it. You know, and we got to say, too, that we, we's nonviolent, you know. I, I'm soft, really low-key, but... I mean, yes, and I just feel like I still, like, have a... Be respectful. I'm respectful people. I don't really be yeah, out here, like, popping crazy. off at people. No. I really just try to be decent. But if you come at me, I'm going to be like, you should be careful. I mean, it just feels like it's coming out of nowhere most of the time. Like that white lady. Nigger. Like, what yeah, are you whoa, doing? Why did you do that? 
Why did you do it? There was no reason for that. There was no reason. You had no cause. And if in the the roots, if you didn't like this poor man, just like, don't fuck with him. Yeah, like, leave him alone. Why are you talking the shit to him? Yeah, like, it's not necessary. Don't invite him around. Just excuse yourself if you don't like him. All right, so we've come around to the time where I have to ask you, COVID, a difficult question. Oh, my God. Now, we know Ruff. That's David Ruffin. Yes. I feel like he was talking crazy to niggas. He was 100% talking crazy to niggas, but he was ready to defend himself. <laughs> he did. He was ready for the pause. He was ready for the pause, and that's another type of nigga you got to watch out for. That's facts. Like, if, <laughs> if somebody talking crazy to you and, you know... They willing to be crazy? They're willing, with you? yeah. They're like, oh yeah, no, okay, yeah. Oh, you want to wild yeah. out? Like, I, I, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm hungry for the wild out. Right. So then, you know, sometimes it's like you gotta watch out. And I think Dave Ruffin was one of those guys. Dang. So, is it bad that that uh, only increases my admiration? No, because I, it, I felt the same way. I kind of felt like he earned it a little. You know, bit. authentic. Bout it. Bout it. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I got to beg, plead for your sympathy, I don't mind because you mean that much to me. Ain't too proud to beg. Don't do it. Don't do it. And if you don't know what to do, shut your mouth. Mm, That's a good idea. 